1: Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman.
2: Good. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of Firing Lion Radio Show. And uh, I'm going to start off this show a little bit different from the way I always do. As a matter of fact, if you're playing along at home, I see in my hand here, I have the dreaded Starbucks coffee cup. Just covered up my guest with it. Starbucks. Why am I saying Starbucks? Well, because this week, the week we recorded this show, a gentleman in Utah totally ignored the let's disarm everybody at Starbucks was carrying his concealed weapon. And when a rabid guy came in the door, guy looked like John Cougar Mellicamp, came in the door, started attacking the employees. He pulled his his pistol that he had a permit for, used it in a self-defense shooting, solved the situation. So I want to ask Starbucks, um, what should your employee had done? What option? Should she have said, excuse me, sir, Please holster that pistol. We don't allow gunplay in here as she's getting her head bashed in by a crazy man. So, I mean, it's just I just want to ask, OK, what's the proper thing? If we can't have a firearm to defend ourselves or your employees, how should we have affected that? So, uh, joining me here today to my right, I have Vic, uh, Vic Casola. He is the owner of TNVC, Tactical Night Vision Company. Also in the back corner here, I have Seth Caps and Daniel. We're going to call you Daniel Gaucho because I can't pronounce your last name. He's from Argentina, so he's a cowboy. He's our Argentinian cowboy back there. Um, and they're both with uh, Bipod EXT or Accuracy Solutions. They make some great components for that. So let's go around the corner here. How how should Starbucks handle this particular situation, Vic? Uh,
3: maybe ask them, uh, check your gun at the door. <laughs> or, or check your crazies at the door. Yeah, right. Uh, it's just a political climate that we live in. It's unfortunate and uh, uh it, it's just unfortunate times we live in today, so uh, I'm glad to see somebody didn't follow the rules in that regard, and everybody came out and went went home safe to the loved ones. That's what it's all about. Seth, how about you? Well, you know, a lot of these situations, um, they're easy to
4: talk about, and they're easy to put on paper and, and to romanticize and, and put your theories out there about how they should be handled and this, that, and the other, but the truth and the sad reality is until you're put in a situation that's life or death, that there, There is only one solution when someone is trying to take your life, and that's to take theirs first. Um, and, and that's the reality of it. It's not romantic. It's not pretty. But that's, like you said, that's the climate that we live in. And when it comes to those circumstances, there is no maybe. It is he's going to take my life or I'm going to take his. And unfortunately, that's the only answer. I'm, and uh, until we're able to get past the romantic notions that this is an Hollywood movie... Um, This is the real world, and there are evil people in it, and there is a lot of evil in the world. Uh, Until we can get past those romantic notions that that doesn't exist, then uh, there's no point in uh, really even arguing about it because it's not apples for apples.
5: Evil is there. Señor. I think your question was how Starbucks itself should handle it. I think they should acknowledge it. I think they should stop pretending that those things don't happen and when they do happen and they come out right, they should
2: I agree. I the think truth. they should replace I think they should replace their no firearm sticker on the door with a no crazy idiots sticker on the door. Okay? Put a little sign up that says we want no bad guys, no bandits, no robbers, and no crazy wackos. Just put that sign up and that's all they need to do.
3: And say please. <laughs>
2: Please, and the magic words, please and thank you. All right, enough of that. Let's jump off of that. I want to get into some fun stuff here. And uh, actually, I'm going to start with you, Vic, uh, just because I'm going in a circular fashion here, counterclockwise. But uh, uh, Vic is the owner of Tactical Night Vision Company. Tactical Night Vision Company is based out of Redlands, California, aren't
3: you? Correct. That's where our headquarters is located.
2: And in addition to night vision if you look in the background here you're going to see a large rifle on a huge tripod and that's what caught my eye i was shopping at a, a I, I do cursory evaluations of all the gun stores in the area just to make sure they're up to snuff i don't want any of them lacking so i just walk in and check them out Happened to be uh, strolling through evolution sport and i saw your demonstrations up there i fell in love with them now you have one up here in the background yeah uh, we can't really see it with that camera but you can see it with the other one explain what this is and what this is for
3: so what you're seeing is uh, a a tripod um, that we we're all shooters at at TNVC and this is offered to our sister company night goggles also offered uh, also headquartered in redlands we saw a need over the years um, for a a lesser priced no tripod system out there that wasn't going to break the bank. And that's what the key is for Night Goggles as our sister company. We sell more of commercial line hunting products uh, for the professional and also just commercial users. And we wanted something not to break the bank. And most of the the pricing we saw for heavy-duty tripods was in excess of $1,000. Of course, this is a carbon fiber tripod, uh, which we were definitely shopping for because of the rigidity and how they're made. Uh, with carbon fiber and we 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 looked at a lot of products and my director tom austin who's located uh, out of uh, utah who is an amazing predator hunter and, and all the pro staff people at night goggles are world champion predator hunter coyote champions um we all gave like them,
2: to have you guys over my house
3: yes so we we gave them all the tripods in our search and this is what we came up with we have a heavy duty tripod called the uh night Stalker pro and then we have the Night Stalker Standard pr- tripod.
2: How, uh, what is the diameter on those tubes?
3: So these diameters here are about two inches or so, two and a half inches, uh, where the uh, standard is about uh, one and a quarter, one and a half inches. Uh, this comes in weight at seven pounds, 7.3 pounds, and the standard comes in at about uh, three pounds. Uh, price point for the, the, uh, the pro is $498 and $189 for the actual standard. Uh, it's been widely popular since January. Uh, the biggest compliment we get is the rigidity and stability yes. of both systems, especially as you see this rifle mounted here. Uh, is is a very heavy rifle. What's the rifle weight coming way in at? Uh, this overall system, the way it sits right now with the heavy barrel and the uh,
4: the optic and everything on it, is just under twenty pounds. It's about nineteen and a half pounds.
3: So obviously, with a rifle that weight, you want the best stability that you can get, right. uh, and that's why it's been. You know, great for some of the high-end hunters, and a lot of law enforcement personnel around the country have been buying A lot of uh, we see a lot of snipers, obviously investing in, who can't afford a thousand-dollar tripod at their departments, and a lot of it's coming out of their own pocket, obviously. Exactly,
2: and here's the other thing with your tripod. I mean, um, the hunting model, which is the one I really fell, I fell in love with, because I don't really shoot PRS too much, and mm-hmm. you know, that that seven and a half pounds is is a commitment if you're going to carry it in the field. So, the one that I liked about it. Um, is is the different different things you can put it into, but you it's almost the same price as a regular tripod. So if you just got um, you know a tripod off of Amazon that was a st- solid, steady one, it's about the same price. But with the features you have built in, yours is field usable as opposed to just a, a camera tripod with somebody spread camo
3: on. Yeah, we did, as you can see. Uh, we also have the shoulder straps for it, and carry it in the field on your shoulder. Um, so that's a big because. The correct way in a lot of coyote hunting and predator hunting, which I've learned, um, I've learned a great deal from my employees, especially who are world champion predator hunters, is when you make a stand at uh, hunting coyotes, it's not for hour, two, three hours and just sit there and wait. These men know how to hunt, and they make a stand for 15 minutes. They pack up, they move, they drive another mile and a half. They get out, walk a couple hundred uh, yards from their truck, set up again, Nothing call. They don't hear anything for 15 minutes, and they do this throughout the day. I've been on these hunts where it's exhausting. It's it's not easy. I'm just laying around waiting for a coyote to show up. Every 15 minutes, they're moving to a, a new stand. So mobility, stability, and lightweight, as you talked about, with it our needs standard, to set up. it, it needs to set up. So lightweight is key. Uh, you're constantly moving all day long to go to, to set up different stands for coyotes. So having mobility, great shoulder strap, having everything mobile, ready to go. Uh, is key for the tripods that we have.
2: Now, I've had, uh, you know, on my hunting rifles, I've always run bipods on them just because you don't know what you're going to need. And, and for the weight factor, it's... It's great. It's smart to have it sure because is. when you need it, it's there. Uh, you can't use them on every shot, but it's nice to have. But what you have here is the ability to do anything from a seated position or a prone position because of the mobility of these legs Correct. to a standing. So you, you, you park the truck, you go over the top of the hill. Hey, the brush around you is five feet tall or four feet tall. Well, you're not going to shoot prone. You're not going to shoot sitting to set up a standing set up a standing shot and do your calls and so you have that flexibility for field craft wherever you're at
3: or you could be like me who uh <laughs> my last coyote hunt i was using shooting sticks to bipod standing up no no and i'm yeah. terrible at it And i missed i missed a, I missed, Honestly, I missed, I missed a coyote at 50 yards away i was totally embarrassed it's like are you kidding me you know i can punch a target at a quarter MOA away at 100 yards with an accuracy right with an accuracy international rifle or something and I couldn't do it on shooting sticks hit a coyote at 50 yards. I was thoroughly embarrassed. So, yeah, stability to me, running a bipod was everything.
2: Absolutely. Folks, this is Philip Neiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We're speaking now with Vic Casola, TNVC, TNVC.com. We're just talking about his main project. The, that model, again, is the...
3: The uh, Night Stalker Pro.
2: Night Stalker Pro, which is awesome. Uh, it is amazingly stable. You could, shoot, you could shoot as far as you can see off of that platform. So it's really nice. And, you know, it also holds the gun and manages recoil. So it's a pretty awesome structure. We're going to be right back talking more about it after this.
6: A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing
5: your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures
6: needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at BullseyeSport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport, Guns, and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211.
7: Pull!
1: This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All
2: right, you primitive screwheads,
1: listen up. See this?
2: This is my boomstick! Hi folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. And you know, every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation's going to revolve around firearms, hunting, or gun rights that are afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Our faithful and stalwart companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been Firing Line Radio's longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, then Bullseye Sports in Riverside is where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammos, accessories, and much more. Today is the last day to take advantage of the Bullseye Sports big holiday sale with 10% of all firearms, ammo, and 15% off everything else in the store, plus stocking stuffers, gift certificates available in any amount. Find the best selection and prices every day at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. BullseyeSport.com. BullseyeSport.com. Happy New Year. Joining me back here, folks, I have Daniel. Senor Daniel Gaucho. Just actually, just say a few words because you got like the most awesome voice. These these guys, these Argentinian
5: accents. That, I, I imagine,
2: you know, you get hotel keys thrown at you everywhere you go, right?
5: <laughs> and limousine doors opened up at me all the time, and yeah, I I'm, I'm so used to it. Hopefully, trying not to hit you with the doors as they drive by. <laughs> that is exactly them. what they're trying to do, but I get out of the way.
2: <laughs> so, Daniel, he's the owner of Accuracy Solutions. We're going to talk about them in a second. I have Seth Caps here. He's uh, marketing guy for Accuracy Solutions and a professional shooter for them. And then we're back here to Vic DiCasola. And uh, we're just going to move on from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vic is the owner of TNVC, TNVC Tactical Night Vision Company. Uh, and TNVC.com is where you find them. They've got some amazing shooting platform enhancements. And we just talked about his your larger one here, which again is your your model number is...
3: The uh, uh, Night Stalker Pro, uh, to, available to Night Goggles, our sister company.
2: Night Stalker Pro. And then you have the secondary one here, which I think is uh, is quite the winner for the hunting community. So tell us a little bit about this one.
3: So with the same premise as the uh, Night Stalker Pro, this is the Night Stalker Standard, which comes in at about three pounds. Uh, it does everything the Nightstalker Pro does, except it's a lighter weight platform. It's still carbon fiber. And pig saddle, reaper grips, and ball and ball heads. You can also uh, attach to it as well for multiple shooting platforms. Now, it's, this
2: is the, this we have it standing up here in the studio. That is not its full extension. Its full extension. I'm six foot two and a half, and it extends taller than I can hold. So, it's for full size guys to be able to shoot offhand if they have to.
3: Sure, standing, very stable platform for shooting. Uh, for standing, uh, for kneeling, for prone, sitting uh... so just like the pro it it will adjust to any height that you need uh... to get a stable platform
2: and so uh... hold up the uh... hold hold up there and let's show the knuckles on that so this actually the tripod legs one of the differences that you're gonna find in most modern tripods for cameras that people are putting on for their spotting scopes and stuff um, this has an attachment that allows those legs to come out almost at hundred eighty degrees it really sets it flat so what does that mean well It means if you are going to be shooting from a sitting position, which is a very difficult position in the field to be stable. A couple things to think about. Number one, when you're at the range, you're in a nice, flat, solid piece of dirt. When you're sitting in Colorado on the side of the mountain, the angle is 35 degrees. It is not solid. It's crumbly. Everything works against you. You have to shoot over a bush in front of you. And so it... it, there's not a lot of options. You can't always go prone, which, you know, I would always try. But if you can't, you, you can't always go prone. This sets up extremely quickly for a solid shooting, sitting shooting position, which is something you don't get in the field. I don't think anybody's ever said I've had a really, really good position while I was sitting with my elbows on my knees. Yeah, well, your rifle team just shut up. Go away. Go. <laughs> Daniel, have him go watch the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How many hours did it take for you to get that? Oh, thousands. Yeah. Okay. L- literally so, thousands. Exactly. So that's that's skill honed over time. For the rest of us mortals, this is something you want to take a look at. And it weighs three, a little over three pounds?
3: Three pounds. So that's the big thing we talked about in the first segment was going from making stand to stand when you're predator hunting, coyote hunting. Um, it is such a, a a breath of fresh air to know that I can go out of a truck, as I talked about a. I don't do well off shooting sticks, things of that nature. So having something uh, like this I can set up quickly uh, and, and have a great stable platform for predator hunting Is uh, has just been a, a great improvement to my abilities, what I can do out there in the field. So looking at the saddle that
2: you have on here also, it's mm-hmm. not loosen it up, push it together, tighten it. It actually winches. Correct. So it's like a vise. So you can tighten it back down and uh, get it taken care of there. Once
3: again, uh, ex, you know, ex, Ex, you know, we do expedient stuff in the field, and that was another thing. We don't want to be monkeying around things in the field. We don't want a lot of noise out there. Of course, you know that's, you know, coyotes and a lot of predators make a you know stay stay alive with their noses and their ears. So, uh, keeping things silent, uh, as we know, with snipers that's that's key for everything that we do. So you lock it in any position. Yep. So we did a lot. So we did a lot of research with the system, and I think for the price point, I think that's why we sell some money through night goggles. Uh, is for the features that it does have for the price point.
2: So what is the website for to find this?
3: So nightgoggles.com, one word, nightgoggles. That's our sister company. It's a tactical night vision company, and it's nightgoggles. Where nightgoggles uh, came about about three years ago to serve more of the commercial hunting, where TNVC is more of the professional night vision and accessories, where we wanted more professional and commercial hunting is what nightgoggles is all about. So uh, more commercial night vision as well as shooting accessories for the for the hunter commercial users.
2: Yep, yeah, so anyway, you can
3: get extremely stable and extremely low platform
2: on that. That's awesome. I might steal one of those when he's not looking. Okay. So, <laughs> good night. The company night, com. night, yeah, night vision goggles. Tell us about your night vision.
3: So, um Tactical Night Vision Company (TNVC) came about uh, in 2005. It was first launched, actually, out of my home. Um, my wife was would pack things up uh, at night with me. She'd send them out in the afternoon, and on my lunch hour at work, I would I would take take orders. I was working for a major aerospace company at the time, and it, it evolved and became um, very popular. Where I basically had to Lay myself off at work uh, to make a decision to run TNVC full-time, which happened in 2007. So since that time we we've grown uh, you know thank goodness for all our valuable employees over the years, uh, and we've became um, a night vision company not only for serving the professional law enforcement military and commercial users out there, um, but also training. Uh, our education' is what really sells. that's the key to night goggles, and TNVC is our education. Our education is what sells our product. It's How not so? the other way How around. So? Well, when people call up, um, it's not about selling. Nobody works on commission at our company. So when somebody calls up TVC, and I still answer the phones to this day, it's about education that sells night vision. It's not about the sell. Um, we don't sell them something they don't need. Uh, many times we some of our directors and CFOs get frustrated because people call us to get the information and buy a cheaper product but get the education us first but that's okay i set out for one reason my goal at TNC and night goggles was hire the best staff i can that um our users all my staff at TNC vc are either special operations personnel or our law enforcement personnel every one of my technical staff are one or the other uh i did the same thing for night goggles my professional staff and pro staff are all professional hunters world-class coyote hunters uh decorated hunters out there in the field so that's been our business model and our strategy is to educate first and then sell. Um, and that's what I think we do well. We have a training division at TNVC as well uh, that we run training sessions throughout the year. Uh, and we do that uh, out of Alliance, Ohio with John Chapman as well. And we also have two of our directors. And
2: John Chapman is?
3: And Don uh, Jappy Chapman is also. Um... Chappy. Yeah, Chappy. So he's a great night vision instructor. He's a, he's a great tactical instructor as well. Um, so we utilize experts in the field as we do for any of our other things. We educate for so we TNDC we offer that professional training to law enforcement, military and commercial users. We don't restrict that as long as you, you know we, we vet of obviously our commercial users. Um, but we don't we don't restrict anything uh, for the common citizen in the United States. We think they need the training just as well as somebody else does in night vision. So we've come a long way with TNVC. Uh, we've been around, like I said, since 2005, uh, and now night goggles have been around about three now, years now full-time, and we're really serving both markets at, at that level, and it's really worked out well for us and our customers.
2: So you have the night vision goggles, but you also have the optics Correct. Um, on your scopes.
3: Correct. So we have the optics, we have clip-on optics, night vision clip-on devices that we put in front of day scopes, such as the rifle here, we clip it on in front, mm-hmm. they have night vision capabilities. So we have night vision scopes, we have thermal, which is another another way of night vision, but it sees heat, obviously, versus night vision that it's basically analog that amplifies light. So those are the two technologies that TNVC offers.
2: I think it's fantastic. We'll have to have, to have you back on looking at those. It'd be fantastic. I was excited about this, uh, this session with you because just you know guys they're spending their money they're they're going out of state they're paying the big bucks to travel and buy those tags and have this once in a lifetime opportunity and telling you man more times i don't know if you didn't have one of these you're gonna miss a shot agreed especially at night yeah well yeah and and you're talking about shooting sticks you know try and shoot shooting (laughs) sticks 300
3: yards eh? not me (laughs) <laughs> it's it's going to be a very, very long day. Yeah. Folks,
2: Philip Name Firing Land Radio Show. We'll be right back after this.
1: the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by CCW Safe.
8: Spartans, lay down your weapons.
2: Persians, come and get them. Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show, Mulan Lobby Saturday. Uh, joining me here, we have... Uh, Vic casola TNVC, Night Vision, and uh, Night Goggles. So that's where we really want to go to get the, the hunting level stuff.
3: Yes, the Night Goggles, correct.
2: Nightgoggles.com. And um, we just talked about Night Vision, some of the great things that they have that is open to regular citizens. Just a regular Joe can have this, which I think is awesome. I hate that uh, pretentiousness that, sorry, we can only have these to use against you. I like the fact Agreed. that we can own, them, you own bet. them ourselves. Also with me, I have Daniel and um, Seth Caps from Accuracy Solutions. Accuracy Solutions makes a fantastic implement to help your shooting. Now, this show is part of the rifle Improving Your Rifle series, and this is we're talking about shooting accessories. In the field, a tripod like the ones that uh, uh, Vic is making over here are unbelievably game changers. They're gonna enhance what you do. And then when you're dealing with a bipod, if you have the ability to do something like what uh, Accuracy Solutions has brought on, that's amazing there also because what they've done, and I'll let Seth jump right into this, but what they've done is they've created a leverage point. They've they've lowered the leverage on the rifle and, and increased your stability. And the factor of which they do that is, is really amazing. Um Seth, take it from there.
4: Yeah so basically what we did is we uh Daniel uh, came up with the idea that basically, looking at the Archimedes principle of a lever and a fulcrum, and uh, he was watching uh, what was the name of the movie? Survival. Uh, Sur- Survivor with uh, what Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, and he was shooting a styre 50 cal off the edge of a building, and uh, had the fore end taken off and the bipod up real close to the pistol grip on this 50 cal, and he was supposed to be taking this long range shot. And Daniel paused the movie, and he goes. Why is he doing that? He said he's created the most unstable platform possible. Even with a bipod, he's actually made it worse than if
5: he just laid the rifle down on the edge of this building. Sorry, but quick correction. In that movie, there is no buy, but He's resting. Oh, is the he resting on, a it on the wall? On oh, a he's wall.
4: resting it on the yeah. wall. Okay, so he's actually. I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So, but the same thing applied. So he he said, you know, why don't we do something about that? So what he came up with was a carbon fiber extension system that can quick detach to a near any rifle platform. We've done the best we could to make it as modular as possible for any rifle platform, and it allows you to extend the resting point, uh, be that whether you're resting on a bag or a bipod, and extend it out uh, to a great distance, in most cases uh, ahead of the muzzle of your rifle, uh, extending the geometry of your uh, stability platform, which allows you to reduce biological input at the toe which is where it matters because you know most people have really good rifles it's the nut that's loose behind the you have the to trigger, tighten right? up the nut at the end yeah. of exactly. the exactly exactly right so since we do have that factor every time we pull the trigger um, this takes away almost 70 percent of those errors we make uh, now you had a,
2: you did an illustration of this i saw it at shot show and that illustration was you put two rifles uh both of their butt stocks were on rollers. Correct. That increased their elevation and came back down, and you had a laser on the rifle. One of them had a standard bipod. The other had your extended bipod. Right. And I'm going to tell you, the one with the extended bipod, well, the one without the extended bipod during this rotation probably had a 12 to 18-inch sway Right. In where this laser went. And the one with the extended bipod was maybe two and a half inches. It was...
4: So so right here we've got the package right here uh, we we actually put that display <laughs> on the side of our uh, our packaging and uh, the the comparison we we use is a thirty second of an inch uh, movement at the time of firing at a thousand yards and if you look um, I believe without the bipod you've got something like uh, four feet uh, shot displacement uh, if you do the movement and then I think with the bipod or with the bipod X it takes that down to. Uh, 22, what, 22 inches.
2: inches. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So think, think about that. That's a one thirty-second of an inch movement in your physical system. 10 human hairs. That's yeah. the size of 10 human hairs. So those of you, I want you guys to stop what you're doing and completely hold still for five seconds. Don't, don't even let your heart beat. Just hold still for five seconds. Ready? Go. Unless you're driving and you have to turn at your brakes. Okay. Don't be stupid. But anyway, um, you can see that your body doesn't allow that to happen. So this is a way to breathe. Once again, it's it's taking error out of the system.
4: Right, right. I mean, you're you're looking at controlling breathing, controlling your heart rate. Now that this does not fix bad fundamentals. This is not a magical solution to. Uh, bad fundamentals. You well, still need to have proper forget training.
2: Forget it then. Forget it then. I need <laughs> I want my fundamentals like I want to buy something and fix me. All right?
4: So this isn't a solution to bad fundamentals. You still have to practice, you still have to train. You you have to apply the proper fundamentals of marksmanship. What this does is this takes away the unknown factor and things you can't control. Uh your heart's not going to stop beating just because you want to take a shot. Um those things happen uh, about a actually an 8th of an inch of movement is typically the standard movement you will see from the pulse. So when your crosshairs are moving and, you, and you're, you feel your pulse in the buttstock of a rifle, that's actually generating about an eighth of an inch of movement. We're basing this off of a 32nd. So an eighth of an inch of movement is actually more standard than what one thirty-second would be. So if you time that shot just wrong and your pulse comes into play, then you're actually going double what we have printed here on the side of the box. And that's just off the pulse. So those things happen.
2: That now that's off the pulse mm-hmm. with a proper wind call. With the proper diagnostics, right. with an extremely accurate rifle. Right. So again, and so hats off to these guys. Like uh Kelly McMillan was on and he's telling me about some of the people shooting in his F class. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the record for five shots at a thousand is under two inches now.
4: It is. Well, yeah, I think it's uh one point eight four is the huh. world record right now. One point eight four inches at a thousand.
2: I shot one point it's eight at 500 yards. I thought I was a hero. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand's a whole different game.
4: It is. It's a whole different game. I mean, really, depending on what uh, cartridge you're shooting, I mean, long range is, is all relative. You know, long range with a, a twenty two caliber rifle is 300 yards um, you really want to focus on your fundamentals, pick up a 22 and try to punch it out there about three or 400 yards. You'll realize how bad a shot you are really, really fast and how much the, the small things matter. Um, and that's actually when something like this, you can, you can put it on a rifle and it's fun to do that because it magnifies everything. So when you put everything on a microscope, those small errors get magnified. If you've got a wind cheater bullet, you know, a fast six millimeter or something like that you're you're only punching out to six, seven, eight hundred yards man there you can be making a lot of errors that will that's my secret yep and they can make you look really yeah what's the 33 378 running what 3500 or something like that yeah 3550 3550 yeah exactly so there you go there's your wind cheater right there but when you slow it down and you put something on a rifle that is uh oh yeah Smooth jazz here on Firing Line Radio Show, brought to you by TMC. No, <laughs> so uh, w- when you slow down and you put a really slow bullet that isn't going to beat the wind at all, you put you know a, a twenty-two long rifle out there and you start trying to stretch it out to three, four hundred yards. We've actually been successful with those things up to almost thousand yards. Believe it or not able to hit targets consecutively not the one shot out of you know 57 or or whatever but um just by changing the geometry of your stability platform because what you're doing is you're reducing the effect of those errors so those things that you're doing to the rifle that you're not meaning to do you're doing everything you can to make the the perfect shot when it's on the line we all know that but there's certain things you can't control and that's what we're doing. We're reducing those, the effect of those things that are out of our control and lowering the point of impact shift downrange. So we're, we're taking that, we're reducing that at the muzzle so that downrange it doesn't play as big of a
2: factor and it's giving you a higher success rate. All right, Daniel, yes, honestly, sir. who would have thought a good idea would ever come from a Pierce Brosnan movie?
5: <laughs> Seriously, and that happens right at the beginning of the movie too. I, I remember seeing that. So what I did right there, and then after telling my wife, and she went, "Oh, really? Another one?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I left the room. She watched the rest of the movie on her own. I, I you got your pencil out and started. I got working. my pencil out. I went back to my desk and I said, "Wait, wait, wait, wait a minute. Let me let me trace some lines right here. Let me pull out my trick." Calculator, what I'm and um, so yeah, really, who who would have thought that a good thing would come out of? It? I like him as an actor, he's a good actor. I don't like that. You know,
2: look, man, you can slam <clears throat> on him, he's okay, he's from Hollywood, he's fair game on this show. Just go ahead, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and he's not gonna come care. On, James Bond, not- James Bond, come on, Remington <laughs> Steele. Well, <Whoa>, please stop, <laughs> maybe Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> maybe. All right, so so much for Pierce. No, but you've got a great idea. We're going to talk more about how it actually functions because last, well, a week ago from when we recorded this, we actually went out there down Hodge Road and we're shooting side by side and I was shooting off some sandbags and some regular bipods and you were shooting off of this and we're going
6: to talk about that when we come back after this. (laughs) If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. visit ccwsafe.com today am
1: 590 the answer this portion of the firing line is brought to you by prado olympic shooting park in chino and vortex optics vortex the force of optics
8: are you not entertained are you not entertained is this not why you are here
2: hey folks firing line radio show philip Neyman coming back to you here and this is part of improving your rifle series we're on the accessories because you always have to accessorize. Seth, run with that one.
4: Oh, yeah. You, you have to accessorize. I mean, if it's not <laughs> tactical, then it's not tactical.
2: Exactly. But we're talking about practical ways to enhance your shooting position in the field. Because you always have to get the best position you can. You heard that last section. He's talking about just the minor movements, what that does at extended ranges. And you need to be in the best, most stable position. Now, I'm, a, I'm a hunter, I enjoy hunting, but I take it very seriously. I practice, my goal, if I decide to take an animal, is to take it as cleanly and as quickly. And, you know, inside the fur is not my option, right? I'm precision, I'll try and be precision on everything I do out there, and I try and put in the time to pull that off. A product like this, um, the Bipod X, these tripods, I'm telling you guys right now, as many times I've been in the field... These would have enhanced so many situations I can't tell you they're well worth the weight carrying them on your on your rifle because it's never a problem till it's a problem, and uh just like the bipod X, if you need it to take that shot and it's in the truck or you didn't get one, just wave say well he'll I didn't shoot because he'll be bigger next year,
4: whatever exactly whatever you got to tell yourself we, tell we, we've all got that rehearsed lie. <laughs>
2: Roger hey, so that. Check them back here Check them back on uh, Facebook We're at Firing Line Radio Show On our YouTube channel Where you'll see some of these uh, comedians here uh, Going on And on our website FiringLineRadio.com Where the podcasts are And uh, again we have Vic Casola, We have Daniel Senior Caucho, The most interesting <laughs> bipod in the world
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just want to just say something for us here on, throw, throw us a bone
5: no, what I would like to say is I found it very interesting that early on the show today Vic mentioned about educating people and, and how important that is. And of course we having come out with a relatively new concept. Concept, yeah. Is it's not like selling bipods, right? I mean you got a better bipod or worse bipod, but a bipod is a bipod. Now we have something people don't know about, so we have to educate. And, and we're implementing changes in there now because I think that we – all right. Let me back up for a moment. Go ahead. Obviously, the easiest way to show advantages of that are brought by BIPODEX, one of the easiest way is shooting prone, and shooting prone – Farther out, of distance you're shooting, the more obvious it is that mm-hmm. it helps.
4: Yeah, especially if you got someone laying right next to you trying to shoot the same exact clay pigeon over and over again. <laughs>
5: oh, I think we're, we know what we're talking about, but <clears throat> I'm, I'm not going to go there, man. i let wow. you guys.
2: I just remember shooting the chips you left behind.
5: Oh, now <laughs> <Yeah>, Seth. <laughs> Seth! Seth is a very,
2: very good shot. Um, you're, was it Marine Corps rifle team?
4: Uh, I shot s- shot some competitive matches for the Marine Corps, but I wasn't actually on the shooting team. Uh, I was a marksmanship instructor for him, though, so I taught on the range. And- yeah,
2: he's very comfortable behind the rifle. He could stay down on that rifle, and then you could just tell he's he's got the hours in there. And so we were doing a competition between different styles. I had, uh, I just brought out some giant Maxwell House style, I don't know what they're called, Midway USA, whatever. Um,
4: shooting bags shooting bags yeah. yeah
2: and so when you're shooting off of a platform like that one of the things you cannot do is load the bipod you can't press into it and get a solid position because as you press forward mm-hmm. the gun slides forward so if you're trying to shoot and spot your own shots it ain't gonna happen because the gun's gonna flip because you can't get any forward pressure on that so that was one. you know you you know that's going on um and the stability factor, because we switch rifles back and forth, the stability mm-hmm. factor when you had that extended bipod really was something. Now, you had it on a different chassis, too. Um, this is a 6.5 Creedmoor that you're shooting, the one we have up here on uh, on the TNVC a tripod. And a very accurate gun. And one of the things with that is it was so stable that right. under recoil, honestly, guys, it was stupid. I'm watching through the scope, and... It's yeah, not, you can
4: watch your own trace.
2: It's not, no, not watch your nice. – you it's like you're watching it from a movie. Right. All right? Without it, the gun's jumping. It's twisting. I yeah. mean, you can't put enough pressure on it to hold it. With something like that, it was stupid easy.
4: Yeah, and and the funny thing is, I mean, even – And
2: I know because I'm <coughs> stupid. <so.
4: laughs> well, the funny thing is, yeah, we were shooting a 6.5 Creedmoor, which, you know, isn't a heavy recoiling rifle naturally. But um, I, I think what's even more impressive than that is when we switched over and we were actually just using the TAC-3 – on the 338 Win Mag, which was just a Thompson, uh, you know, hunting rifle. Uh, I think it's a Venture TC Venture hunting rifle, little lightweight barrel, um, or even the .30-06, like we have over here, the old Ruger M77 .30-06. Mm-hmm. And um, it was funny because you you were when I would shoot, you were like, okay, so you're, and I'm like, yeah, I got it. And you're like, you saw it, and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm good. Mm-hmm. It, it's a even with a heavy recoiling magnum rifle, lightweight, that's not in any way geared to take away recoil control, when you change the geometry of the system, it totally changes the recoil impulse, and so what you're getting is you actually have the ability to spot your own shots, even shooting those heavy magnums, or like the big 338 Lapua magnum that we have over here, that's, I love taking that out and letting guys use it, because they are amazed that, oh my gosh, I watched my own bullet trace with a 338 Lapua magnum shooting at, you know, 1,500 yards and a mile, and they're like, That's I awesome. could spot my own rounds.
2: Yeah, which is amazing. So if you're shooting something like a PRS system, right. and, hey, your first shot's off, where to go? You know exactly where to right. hold for that. Daniel?
5: Yeah, I wanted to circle back to the education and the uh, long-range prone shooting and the fact that we kind of painted ourselves in a corner with that because we put so much emphasis on that particular shooting position and that particular discipline, uh, we can kind of became known for it, and now we're, <laughs> we're finding it that it's double hard to educate people on the other advantages of it. It is not made only to shoot prone. It's not the only way you can take advantage of it. There are several other ways. Okay. And like you mentioned earlier today, you've seen some of the PRS people competing Um the fact that the circular is round design will allow for it to be rotated in any which way you might need to rotate it. So you might want to have your bipod be 90 degrees out so that you can rest it up against that tree trunk if that is the only thing you have to lean upon. You might want to have your bipod 180 degrees. So you might want to be off of that window since you're shooting up. Um there are videos out there that show Seth and Eduardo, our friend Eduardo Abril Defoncoberta and other folks shooting on barricade style off, off mm-hmm. of tractor tires, off of automobile hoods. Fifty five gallon drums. Fifty-five yeah. gallon drums. You you name it. Um tank traps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's our next challenge in educating people that listen, it's not made only to shoot prone at two thousand yards. Yeah, it, it shines over there. It's, it's really probably what it really shines, but it offers other great um,
4: versatility. Yeah. I, I was actually teaching a uh, a class with our friend Tabor Source Rex, uh the RX one thousand class over in uh Alabama, in, in Carbon Hill, Alabama with for uh Rex Defense. And one of our customers was there taking the class. He was a Bipodex customer. He had a uh, Bipodex TAC-3 on his uh, Tika T3, I believe, uh, TAC-A1. And we were doing a small segment in the class where we were talking about barricade shooting and and shooting off a, not in the sense of PRS, but actually more towards the hunting line of just using what you have at your disposal. Right. What do you have in front of you that you can use to uh, increase your range? Because with range comes time. So extending your distance to your target gives you more time to take a more stable shot. So you're not having to take that snapshot at 50 yards. So the further out your target is, the more time you have to ensure that that good shot that uh you, you know that ethical clean kill if if that's what you need and uh so that's what you get with distance so we were doing which is opposed
2: to terrorist shooting which i say just shoot them in the in the midsection and go have dinner i don't care so no comment terrorists can crawl off and and, uh, (laughs) deal with themselves but no when you're hunting animals it's a whole different animal. it
4: is a whole different animal so one of the things he was trying to do he he was trying to use a bag and and kind of free recoil off of a, a tank trap we had a tank trap in front of us and And uh, so I walked over and I said, hey, you know, this is, you can create a a fairly stable position doing this. It's kind of hard to master. It takes a lot of time. I said, "Uh, you have a bipod X on your rifle. Would you like me to show you how I do this? And he said, yes, of course. So I extended it all the way out and just laid it across the bag. I, I folded his bipod legs back and created him a little table and laid that across the bag. So he had a flat surface that his bipod had created on the bag. And then he stood back, and I said, now put your off knee up, put your elbow on your knee, and, and take a shot. Tell me what you think. And his eyeballs got huge, and he turned around, and he said, oh, my gosh. Yeah. He said, I would take that shot.
2: Awesome. Folks, this is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Again, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, or our website, firinglineradio.com. I want to thank uh, Daniel and, and uh, Seth from Accuracy Solutions, accuracysolutions.com, and Victor DiCasola from TNVC and Night Vision Goggles. Guys, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Shoot, Felipe. Shoot. When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk.
1: <laughs> the Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. CCW Safe, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics.